Hello, hello, hello. It's Wanda, your host of Salty Coffee. It is August 6, 2023. And today's episode will revolve in Moms Need to Retire Too. One of the things that we learned was that we no longer call it retirement. We call it Freedom Days. Don't ask me why, but it's just a new thing. Along with our beautiful Callie from Stereo App. Enjoy. Hope you got um, the best information that you'll get. We're going to discuss motivation to change, the statistics on 1,500 women who were surveyed about what they knew, the lack of resources and support, and many more. Have a good day. I don't know. I think... um... You can mute yourself if you have to. Good morning. Uh, <laughs> no, why do I need to have to? <laughs> oh, no, I thought you said um, you were on the phone with someone. I'm like, okay, I was, this is but your... no, I, oh. I hung up. I, I'm okay. I, I hung up. But I good morning. How up. are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you doing? Look at you I'm all good. in white. <laughs> yeah, it's about that time. <laughs> To cleanse and clear is self-care Sunday. I like that. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) You probably miss my other self-care Sundays of what I do throughout the day. I do my own Mm -hmm. spa day. So I have a personal sauna, which is portable. I have, um, I do my manicure, my manicure, my facials, my hair, you know, all of that Mm -hmm. on Sundays. That's, That's the day that I take to just breathe <laughs> and take yeah. care of myself but how are you doing uh, um, <laughs> breathing <laughs> no I'm at, I'm, at, I'm at work right now I'm at the airport I got like eight people in front okay. of me so um, okay. but yeah no I'm good I'm, I'm all right it's kind of so, a quiet morning What's that? give us a little bit yeah um, my other stream yard is not working right now so we're just mm-hmm. live right now on stereo, which is fine because I can okay. still take this recording and move it forward to the next one. The reason okay. why I invited you is because exactly what you're doing right now, right? Okay, my and, ass off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I learned recently that it's no longer called retirement. Mm. It's called Freedom Days. And I, want you go. Start, and I want people to start thinking about retirement in that manner. And I think uh, millennials are doing a great job in changing terms and conditions, <laughs> you know, for, for their future. But I also want them to know that that's probably something that they acquired in learning earlier than we have as, as you know, moms and, you know, whether you're a mom or not, one of the things. Um, but I'll, before we get into it, I want you to tell mm-hmm. me a little bit. Of, I want you to introduce yourself before you start getting people to come in. <laughs> introduce <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Who are you? Um, why well, do you think I invited you to this talk? 
Just, just a summary. You don't have to go into details, a summary, like five minutes. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, Nikki Love is down there. She already knows a lot about me, so. I, <laughs> um, and she's in the yeah. Aquarius too. I love it. Yeah, I'm a Pisces. Yeah. So, um, originally from California, um, born and raised. Um, um, I got married really young uh, because I had a I had my son at 19. I just turned 20 when I had him. Married the father. Ended up being married for 26 years. Out of that 26 years, 21 of the years was in the military because, you know, my ex went into the military. So my kids, that was most of their life was in the military life. Um, and then during that time, I did 25 years in the medical field, medical secretary for a neuro department got that under my belt. And then by that time, um, the kids were finishing college, um, doing very good for themselves, still are doing very good for themselves. Both are married now. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so I don't have to work and stress as much as I used to. So what I do now is more of a, just riding the roller coaster until I can collect my retirement, you know? Okay. So. And, and, and you're perfect for this talk today because um, I have a few questions to ask you um, mm -hmm. regarding the article that I sent, um, Parent Data by Emily, which talks about mm. how, how women specifically, I don't know why, but we don't, the choices that we make when we're younger have nothing to do with the future of ourselves is always about accommodating either our parents based on mm. the study, either our children or our spouse. And it would never, and I don't know if it's true for Generation X, but definitely the boomers, that's how they were raised. So the only, do you recall when you ever heard the word retirement and you understood the concept of that? I, well, when I was, well, my dad, I mean, would talk about it, what they were going to do when they retired. But, you know, as a kid, you don't really fully understand the extent as in money exactly. and savings and where you're going to live and what are you going to be doing, that kind of thing. I didn't understand all that. Yeah, so that's interesting because a lot of women don't know what that is. Even to this mm -hmm. day, um, women go in with, okay, I'm going to go to college so that I can get a degree so that I can make some mm -hmm. money, right? And even there, even in those situations, and I'm not saying everyone, they're not really thinking about, um, you know, investing in retirement they're not really investing. thinking about that yeah they're they're yeah. main so in the article they talk about what women take in consideration by percentage right and mm -hmm. there are two categories for the consideration share of a lot of thought this is so it's two categories the percentage of what they thought a lot about and what they didn't think of it. So being around children, this is crazy, right? <laughs> being around it. children was 60% 60, 60 
a lot of thought of it. And this yeah, is yeah the fact that you have kids, or the fact that that right. So, so the key point for this is lack of awareness, right? And the key point is retirement ranks low in the decision making. So this is your decision of what you wanted. So I I would agree with that because for me it was like, all right, I'm gonna go to school, I'm gonna go to college, I'm gonna get married young because I wanna I wanna take care of my kids. And I want my kids to, you know, grow up while I'm still young <laughs> so that I can enjoy them yeah. when I'm older. But in no, in no, where in there, in my early teens, did I think about retirement? The only reason I know about retirement and I'm able to do it early, what we call now freedom days, <laughs> because now I'm free to do whatever I want. I won't have to work so hard as I did is because I had people show me what it is right. and how to invest. So lack of awareness is like a big thing for retirement, but being around mm -hmm. children was 60%, a lot of thought of a uh, thought into it. I think that's interesting. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. So the lack of awareness at a young age like that, I mean, mm -hmm you're not your focus isn't on that right your focus is what's going on in the now like what are you, what you're doing currently in your life right now i mean i i was like if i can look back now of course i can now but i mean i wasn't i wasn't thinking oh i need that retirement tomorrow <laughs> i got 50 years right 50 years right. is a lot of times where you need some damn retirement so the luck the shit can happen right <laughs> So, so guess guess what was the second, which is interesting yeah. that you say that, because mm -hmm. the second one was to maintain financial independence. Mm. And it's probably you, because, yeah, what do you think that is? Well, the lack of, wait, say that, say that again. Maintaining financial independence was 52%, a lot of thought of it. A lot of thought into so it. what age bracket are we looking at like as a young adult into in going into their 30s or what's the age bracket that we're so they did they did 1500 women right mm -hmm. and out of the 1500 women um they i don't think they say the age but i think they were in their 30s mm -hmm. um but okay, so there within the 1500, we have ages 18 to 38, 35 to 54, and then 55 plus. So they actually asked a, a, a good rounded number. They actually asked white, black, and other racial groups. And I'm going to get into the percentage uh, of that. Yeah, so let's start with the younger group, right? The ones below 30, 30 or mm -hmm. yeah, 35, right? So like you said, their mindset, well, you're going to have half the mindset of going, wanting to go to college and getting a career. The other half, uh, yeah, I'm just throwing whatever number out there. Yeah. The yeah. other half is, is they don't know what they want to do or they're just going to wing it. Right. Um, um, and that could be based on what they see at home or what they want to do, you know, for themselves. Um, and I can speak for my kids. I know 
the majority of their decision making and what they've done in their life so far is because of what they saw me go through financially and my decisions that I made when I was young. They didn't want to see themselves in that situation, but also they're very much more well educated than I was. So they were able to place themselves in a position that, you know, wouldn't put them in, you know, in a, a negative, not negative, I should say, in Absolutely. a harder struggle in life, you know? Right. So. Absolutely. And I think that's why um, maintaining financial independence was so high because mm. they probably saw their parents either. Struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Not even struggle, but they probably saw that the father was the financial head of household. Mm -hmm. The majority mm -hmm. of the time, the women had no say into how this is going to mm -hmm. be invested. Mm -hmm. And in many, in many situations, we experienced that through September 11, we, we experienced that women were left hanging <laughs> because they didn't yeah. have any idea of what was going on. What were the benefits if they were married, what benefits they would have had if they weren't married, you know, and I think, I think that's. It, it's getting better, right? Because this generation, millennials are getting into like, I don't want to live like my mom did, or maybe not. Uh -huh. Maybe some of them are like, the the ones who didn't think of it was 13%. So those are probably the ones, I don't want to assume, but those are probably the ones who noticed or lived in a household where the father literally had the money and uh -huh. <laughs> pay for everything. Well, and yeah, he had he had yeah. the end say of what was really going to happen. He may ask exactly. you what's going to, what do you want, but at the end, he still made that decision, you know. And and then they also say forty nine percent was not having my income, meaning mm. you you having it for yourself, and I mm -hmm. think that's important as well. I think we always think about those things. Um, cost of childcare was the fourth one. What do you what do you think about that? I mean, that's a hundred percent true, especially when you don't have the support, the family. You support. don't have the support. Yeah, and oh, jeez, yeah. I thankfully I was in the position being in the military life, even though I didn't have, I had no family around me. As much as we moved, I had nobody, mm -hmm. so I relied on maybe a neighbor or a close friend, you know. Like say if I was at work and I needed somebody to be there when the kids got off the bus or whatever like that. Um, but quite honestly, my the first five years uh, after they were born, I stayed at home. I, I wasn't going. I was. I simply was not going to have somebody else raise my kids those first five years. I refused. So. Right. And and I was fortunate enough to have a mother-in-law who took care of my kids, mm -hmm. um, even though I still had to pay her. You know, whether that be to put her as my tax um, write-off and then just give her the, you know, reimbursement of that or at least accommodate something for her more than just paying for the food and stuff like that. But uh -huh. I had to think about those things. You know, I had to yeah. um, impact on retirement was only 33%. And people That's, who didn't think yeah. of it was 19%. And personal enjoyment of work. <laughs> <laughs> right. Meaning, like, you want to work at a place that you actually like to work in was yeah. a lot of thought than retirement. I don't understand that, but okay. 
Yeah. Can you imagine? But yeah, so, I mean, childcare costs dominate labor market decisions. And I think that's oh, true. yeah. That's true, 100%. And um, it says here, to see why this may be the mistake, be a mistake, consider the following. Sandra is making $60,000 a year and saves 3% mm -hmm. of her income. She's offered a new job paying 65000 a year. The new job, though, will require her to spend all of her additional take-home pay on childcare for yeah, the next three up. years. Mm -mm. Prioritizing childcare costs may make this seem like a mistake. It would appear that the new job doesn't help Sandra to get ahead at all. Yeah. And and that's a lot a big mistake a lot of women do. Um, oh, let me just make more money so that I can pay mm -hmm. these bills. Mm -hmm. So and then um it says here also, however, in the long run it does. In those first years at three percent savings rate, she'll increase her eventual retirement savings by four thousand eight hundred. To say nothing well, that's true. To say nothing of the added long-term salary numbers, ignoring these long-term considerations can lead families to make choices that aren't necessarily in their best interest. So uh. I think, and I think that's important for people to know because sometimes as a married couple, it's very difficult to make financial decisions together if you're not on the same page. Right. Because... Yeah. In some marriages and in some situations, um, people will say, well, you wanted kids. <laughs> oh, I've Lord. Heard, I've heard that before. <laughs> well, you wanted kids. <laughs> you yeah, wanted so, the kids, so you deal with it. What the you hell? Think, well, I'm just saying as an example that that has I know. Happened. I've heard it. I've heard it. Yeah. And as a notary, right, person, a uh, 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 appointed notary, mm -hmm. I've observed a lot of people trying to take money out of their retirement without the consent of the spouse. And, and I think that's important for women to realize and understand that, you know, if your husband has a retirement plan, these are things that they cannot do without your consent. And that's, mm -hmm. and I think, and I think that's why a lot of men don't want to get married. They're like, I'm in control, you know. Right, they don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or, or they like to marry or be involved with people who are not knowledgeable about these things. And I think that's important, too. Yeah. So getting married is not, there's no, um, you, you definitely don't have to be married. If you're living with someone, you can sign up as a domestic partnership. Uh -huh. um, meaning you're going to legally split the bills or any benefits or anything like that. And I think that's uh -huh. important for women to think about before they have children, you know, before uh. they create a family. That's, I think to me, that's very important. So when I was 20 years old, I was introduced to retirement plan and how that worked in investing and creating your portfolio. And it was only because there were people at my place of employment who actually shared that information with um, with me. Had uh, I not known this, I would I don't think I would have done that. I, I don't think I would be here where I'm at right now. <laughs> uh, I would have been still struggling, I think. 
Um, what do you think is the biggest excuse for people not to invest in a retirement fund if their employer doesn't give it to them? What's the biggest mean? Because they got to use that money for other things. Right. So if I told you that there are people who use the so-called money for other things, for things that they could have just gone ahead and invested on. Well, true, but you know, they don't think people don't think like that. They're like, they want, they want it right then and there, you know, they're like, I'll worry about that later type of thing, you know? So the key point number three, I think we went over our savings are low overall. So among the 15, uh, 1500 women surveyed, only 26% reported that they are saving for retirement and are comfortable with the amount they are saving. Only 26%. 47% of women reported no retirement savings at all. That's a high number. Mm. Because if you yep. think, if you, if they say that women, I mean, this is only 1500, but they say that women, there are more women than men in the United States. Women are a high percentage of the workforce in the United States. So 47% to report that they're not saving at all. That's high. Yeah. That's really high. Yeah. yeah. And the remaining 27% are saving, but not to the level that they want to. So, I mean, for me, the conversation today would be if you are aware that your employer provides you with a 401k, take advantage and look at that mm -hmm. as part of your salary. Because yeah. when you when you put money into your portfolio, it's it's better than putting money in a savings account. And we all know this by now, right? Mm -hmm. At twenty twenty three, we already know that banks are a no no and investing your money is the way to go. Yeah. Um but I think I think people really just really need to start rethinking of how I have to pay bills, but so I'm not going to save any money. You know, like from, for instance, for me at well, some point, go ahead. Well, so that's easier said than done. You know that, right? Not everybody has that uh, flexibility to make that choice. Like, and that's why I said that earlier, because I know back when I was in my 20s and 30s, when we were struggling and my ex-husband was doing jobs and I'm still trying to finish college, didn't finish college until six years later, we were struggling. So there's no way in hell we were thinking about, oh, we need to put back a dollar or two for retirement. We were surviving at that point surviving and, and so, that's a good yeah no i yeah. totally understand for me i was struggling too <laughs> and guess yeah. what i know you probably did this too but i always had to work additional gigs to make up for mm -hmm. that and the mm -hmm. additional gigs for me required that i eliminate certain luxuries what some people may consider you know, um, not so much a luxury, but a need. 
Um, mm -hmm, some people mm -hmm. may consider that as a luxury. <laughs> so for instance, right. I didn't give my children cell phones, which by the way, millennials, my children are in the beginning part of the millennial uh, phase mm -hmm. generation. So that was kind of okay. Like, so I saved money for not getting them a cell phone. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't go out <laughs> at all. I didn't yeah. take them out, but, um, in order to replace those things, what I said to myself was, this is my salary. However, I'm going to include an additional 5% of my salary to understand that what's left over is really what I'm making. And I'm going to have to live with that. Uh -huh. So you see what I'm saying? So like, I think we also should start to rethink about how we're spending our money and what resources right. are available within each state to be able to do the portfolio with the $5 a day, let's say, uh -huh. um, on here, I don't know. Did you, were you able to read the, the article? No, I hadn't had a okay. chance to. Okay. No. So expenses, I'm going to um, put it up here or I'll put it on my website so that people can get to it. So the key point number three, expenses and lack of retirement match are a barrier to savings. Among women who report not saving at all for retirement or not saving enough, 49% report that they have nothing left for retirement after their monthly expenses, which is what you mm -hmm. said is easier said than done, mm -hmm. which is true. And they, they agree to that. And then they say that that's what, why it is returning mm -hmm. to the first key fact in this section. It is extremely important to know that even very small investments in retirement can yield large returns. Women may feel that it isn't worth it to save for retirement if they can only put a small amount of money in, but a small amount of money at the age of 30 becomes a larger amount at the age of 65. And it's like you said, nobody in their thirties is thinking about <laughs> right. Right. money for later. And I'm telling you right now, I started at 20. It is the best thing that I, I sacrifice from mm -hmm. not doing, you know, I mean, I still had kids young. I had my daughters, I got married at 20 and I had kids starting at 22. So mm -hmm. as a married woman, it was in my heart, it was my obligation to make sure that you know, after I do all of this, <laughs> I make sure that I have some money set aside and, you know, to do what I had to do. Again, that was only because someone presented it to me at the age of 20. So right. I'm, I'm presenting this to the younger ladies who are here or, or even men or fathers who have daughters to encourage, you know, your children to invest early. Like even yeah. if it's five dollars to give to your, and 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 in most cases, some of those portfolios are generational wealth because, if God forbid you pass away, that's money that's there for your children and available. My mom passed away when I was nineteen, so I was yeah. by myself. You know, so I had to think clearly about. Oh, okay, I need to make sure that my health is good because my mom passed away at fifty-two years old. And I'm 53. Mm. 
So I think, you know, my first year of college, I had zero dollars. You know, you're homeless. You don't, family is really not there because you're 18. So I think it's, um, it's just a good thing to think about. You know, if you can take $5 a day, just put it to the side and put it into either you match with your employer or you set aside your own contributions. If you already have Mm -hmm. contributions from your employer, you can set aside an additional contribution um, for yourself. And I think that's, that's an amazing thing. And if you have a spouse, you could do it together. You know, I wouldn't recommend. Yeah, they have the. They ha- they have those books. What is it? Those monthly books that you could put money in for like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for di- yeah. Um, I've you seen could, that a lot. I mean, there's so many now. You could do acorns. You can mm-hmm. do. I I have acorns because I I just want to try it out. And so far, by putting twenty five dollars a month in one year, I have. In investments, not actual liquid money, in investment, I already have like $3,000. So I think mm. that's that's another option, acorns. And they tell you just as little as $5 a day, you can put in and they give you a little card and you can use the card whenever you need it. And you can look at your portfolio within acorns to see how they're distributing the investments. I'm not a financial advisor. Yeah, I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> I'm not a retirement um, TIA Craft Vanguard because those are the ones that I have. I'm not a representative for those companies. I'm just sharing with everyone every Sunday what I have been doing for the past 33 years as far as money and investments and savings. Um, to share with you, because I think it's important to do that. I think it's important to share these things that women don't even think about. We're so worried about being independent and making our money and living day to day that, um, yeah, I think it's, you had another question? Oh, no, no. But while, while I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about my kids and how I think they made a very wise choice to <laughs> get financial degrees in school because <laughs> they are very both very frugal about how they spend, um, whether it be furniture for the house or whether it be trips or, or whatever like that. They're always saying, you know, I'm like, they're always telling me, Mom, are you saving? Mom, are you saving? I'm like, look, I don't need one of y'all to be telling me that I need to be saving money, right? Right. So, I mean, and they're both young. They're both in their mid-30s, right? Right. I mean, they both make six figures, but they're doing they're doing awesome. See, my son, when he was going through college and even now, his regular clothes that he wears, like, like say, if you want to go to the store, that kind of regular clothes, he gets mm-hmm. them at Goodyear, good, Goodwill, right? Mm-hmm. He gets Goodwill clothes, but when he goes to work because he has to dress, he has to dress nice when he goes to work, when he goes to the office. He definitely orders, he has a special order there because he's, I mean, he's got long arms right. and he's 6'3 and all that kind of stuff. So he has to look nice. <laughs> Tailor-made stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and both of them get their furniture off of websites and, and use stuff. And, you know, they're very, very, very smart about their money. That's amazing. And that's good. So we have uh, three messages, and I'm glad that you shared that with us because we're going to look into the lack of resources and support um, Mm. next. All right. 
gray yawning, grand rising, happy Sunday. <laughs> Beautiful lady, salty coffee and Cali girl. Listeners, I see you, Radadad. I'm glad you had a great time yesterday. Information is so vital. Absolutely. And I'm going to be listening. All right. I'm not a parent, so I don't, I'm just listening. All right. You y'all. still are not. You still are not. You're a godmother. She you're said, like, yeah. Isabella, you sound like you're still under that blanket, nice and toasty. <laughs> you laying on your side, looking at your phone, you know. <laughs> anyway. Tu bizcochito, Madame Titi. Hola, hola, Salty Coffee and Cali Girl. So everyone on the listener's side, darling, is giving not only for the moms as well, you know, for anyone, everyone, finance, yep. you know. Um, I haven't thought on investments, but I for sure, as soon as I started working as a freelancer, I started thinking a lot of retirement, you know, because it's like there's no company doing that fun for me. I need to do it on my own. So... Mm-hmm. Looking forward for any future conversation you have around investments. I need to see as well because I'm in Europe, so I know legislation is differently. Uh, but still, right. very good ideas. So thank you for sharing, darling. Happy weekend. Bye. Thank you. And I want to, yeah, I want to go back to something what I just said about how my kids um, get stuff off of you know websites and use stuff. We didn't have all that stuff thirty some years ago. We didn't have Facebook uh, furniture and and you know you know the access to get things like that and know where to get it you know what i mean and 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 for that to be out there and not a lot of people use it they prefer like brand new you know whatever whatever but they save some money getting off some nice stuff off of you know estate sales and everything like that you know what i mean right no we didn't have that and fortunately for me there was people there to give me those resources and give me that information. Mm. I would have never known. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm just saying, it's just the reality. I would have probably still been spending all of that money mm-hmm. <laughs> on traveling, on traveling, um, you know, or doing who God knows what. Uh- yeah, and name brand stuff. I didn't raise my kids in that kind of life, so they they, they were not in I. that kind of thing. Yeah. We did not need that. Meant nothing to us, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually glad that that's not a thing now, right? Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we got one more, Sean. Hey, shout out to the panel. Shout out to the listeners. Hey, Sean. Uh, I like the fact you do talk about this and help women out they also do this on clubhouse um there's many shows on this which is super dope so you ladies are coming together and uh, helping each other out yeah that's what's up my bad i'm eating (laughs) thanks sean (laughs) thank you sean i hope you're still here and you know i know the title says moms but you know don't discourage um, from the title. I mean, there's other titles that say other things. And when you sit down and yeah. listen to the conversation, it's something else. <laughs> right, right, um, right. So one of the, the, the bigger titles within this um, article is a lack of resources and support. And you and mm-hmm. I were discussing that earlier about how you were in a military base and there wasn't 
enough support for you to do right what you needed to do so that's a big thing um anyone who has uh the support the family support like i didn't have my mom but luckily for me my ex-husband's mother my ex-mother-in-law was there and available to assist me and when we divorced i mean family is family they still were there for their grandchildren afterwards too so i think that's uh that's a a very important thing when you're making decisions about having children you know or being with someone that's something to think about i mean it's not to say that you're going in the relationship you know without (laughs) you're going in cold you know yeah you're not going yeah you're not so the similar way that you get a job in your 20s and you're not thinking about retirement i i always believe it's important for a young person to think about the same way with their relationships you know Mm. think of your your significant other as a retirement plan like you're gonna be with me forever and ever to death do us part Be careful how you say that. They might run away. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, then it wasn't meant to be, right? Well, yeah. Then then it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> they got to understand where you're coming from and the same mindset. <laughs> exactly. Talk about resources. You know, I've always been a little bit um, very, I hate the word, but yeah, very anal about my sofas, my beds. So I had trouble with that. It's more like a OCD thing. Like I don't want things that people laid on. And it wasn't because I needed to have the bed of the, you know, that was in style or the sofa that was in style. It was more like hygienic things for me, pretty much, even though everything looked great. Mm-hmm. I was always afraid of, I like, you know, uh, I don't know, bed bugs and all that craziness. But I know emergencies are also things that people don't think about. And I was very thankful and grateful that when Hurricane Maria hit and I had to do a oh, oh, 180, you know, I had to uh, start all over. I went, I took a leave of absence from the force and I went straight to mm. New York because my dad was sick. And I started, you know, I started paying the rent over there in New York and had to buy um, salty coffee. Let me say something real quick. I do have a ride, um, but um, okay. Um, okay. Play the messages and 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 with them. You'll come and when you come. That's fine. Well, I'm here, but I'm gonna go mute for a little bit. That's fine. We're okay. Good. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm not sure if I'm getting messages. Um, I'm, my messages are being um, sent, but I'll repeat it. Changing um, the change of 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 uh, the lifestyle from the cost of living in New York is super high. So I actually had to, you know, I was working, even though I was on a leave of absence, I still had to, you know, pay this expensive rent in New York and pay all this stuff. Plus it's just, and what I'm saying is you're never done saving, but you still prepare yourself. You know, I believe in the, in the five P's proper preparation prevents poor performance. It has helped me. I wasn't always this way. I'm a New Yorker. I used to love my my great clothes, my traveling, because that's what we do when you're single and you don't have children. So, But now, uh, definitely, every coin matters. Every coin matters for now, because coins are probably going to be extinct soon. Extinct. <laughs> well, you know what you mean about expenses, and that's um, another 
So we, we, I think we talked a little bit about that, about savings are low overall and the alternatives of what to do in those cases. For me, for example, I had no cable. My children had no cable. They had no cell phones because I would take that money into consideration. Okay, if I had cable and they were sitting down and watching TV all day, is that conducive to my future or their future? Absolutely not. So for me, removing the cable out of the house was a big thing for me to do because I can't sit here and say I couldn't afford it. I couldn't afford to pay my bills and pay myself for retirement, but then have cable TV and unnecessary things, cell phones for the kids. Like, no, I knew you were in school. I can reach out to you in school. And if something happened to you, you better call 911. Um, that's how we did it back in the 80s. And I felt that that actually helped my millennial daughters to not depend so much on the cell phone because the cell phone is really a, a luxury if you if you think about it right now. Of course, it's now used as like a laptop, a, a mobile laptop, because you can actually apply for jobs. You can pay your bills. So I get that part. Now it's different, but back then, um, that wasn't the case. Sean. Oh, not at all. Not at all. I'm all about helping, um, man and woman who is available to be helped. So I'm happy you doing this show. So yeah, I support. Great Grand Rising, Salty Coffee, Cali Girl. I still got that raspy, just woke up voice as well, but this is a great conversation. I appreciate you for holding this space and just emphasizing that importance on prioritizing your needs. Um, I've had a few jobs where <laughs> I've been blessed to touch quite a bit of money, um, but not really investing in myself, knowing that, you know, all this luxury stuff can wait and the investments will pay off later down the line. So I definitely want to tap in with this. You know, I'm still young, so um, it can it can help me out later on down the line. So much love to you. So, yeah, so um, back in the 90s, I could say that there was lots of lack of resources. We didn't have Internet. <laughs> Believe it or not, there was no internet. So it was pretty much word of mouth. And it's interesting to say because now that we do have a lot of internet access and there's still spaces that will not give you the accurate information or the resources for you. So I want I want everyone to just start where you work at. If you work at a place that they provide you with a retirement plan, or portfolio, if you will, go in there and find out how much your boss is contributing to your um, plan and how you can contribute additional funding for it. And uh, again, every state is different. Every state has their rules and regulations about taxes. Like there's a max, they cap it that you can add into this portfolio. And one of the things that I was told when I was 20 is even though you're adding this money 
into and you're contributing to your retirement plan, there are going to be times that you're going to lose a lot of money in lump sum. So I remember in 2008, oh my God, I almost wanted to cry during the financial crisis. And the one key thing that stayed in my, my head when this person said that to me, he said, you know, when you see that, do not do anything. Just leave it alone because it will triple the amount moving forward. That's just how this traditional um, form of investing was created in um, the 30s. Of course, things are changing. So now I'm learning through P2G additional ways of earning cryptocurrency, if you will, um, because traditional Roth IRAs or retirement plan are totally different than um, blockchain and cryptocurrency. So lack of resources and support was one of the things in this article that they talked about. And they said that the retirement matching is limited and more so for parents. So for instance, overall 48.2% of employed women say their benefits include employer retirement fund matching. This figure is 45% for parents and 53% for non-parents. A a statistically significant difference. That is a big difference. That means that probably more of the men, their uh, jobs provide them with a retirement plan as opposed to the non-parent ones, which is the other 53%. In other words, women who are parents are less likely to have retirement matching available for them. And that's probably based on their jobs. I do know that uh, construction workers, blue collar workers, which is gonna be another topic for next uh, August 13th with uh, the trucker, lady trucker from here from Stereo app. We're gonna have that conversation about blue versus white collared employees and that workforce and what that looks like today. So relatedly among women who report not saving for retirement, 7% say that a lack of retirement matching benefits is a barrier. So if you don't have a, if your current employer doesn't provide you with a, a matching retirement, which is stupid because they get taxed all of that and that doesn't cost your employer any, any <laughs> really anything if you think about it. Um, then do do resources sort, such as acorns, start looking at acorns or start looking at, that's what I've told my daughters to use and other uh, cryptocurrency and blockchain information for you to do that. And whether your employer matches or not, or provides you with the benefits or not, there's really no excuse for people not to pay themselves at this point. Hi, uh, Bree Talks, Rada Dada, Carbon, and Sean Nova. Thank you so much for hanging in there. Miss Callie Girl is working. She's working on her, doing her freedom. Oh, so I want to announce to everyone that this is something that I had said earlier. Um, retirement is no longer the term. It's called Freedom Days. (laughs) 
What's going on, Salty Coffee? What's up, Cali Care? What's up to listening party down in the basement? Okay, Salty, I see you. Now you into crypto. That's what's up. I've been doing crypto since 2016. Let's go, Salty. It's a gamble, but damn those dividends. Mm-mm-mm. Anyways, I'm here listening. What's goody, ladies? Great topic. Thank you. Yes, those dividends. <laughs> um, I'm still in the learning process. I All I know is that my other traditional Roth IRA or whatever you want to call it is doing amazing. And I'm able to, to just freely leave um, the workforce and do whatever the hell I want. So <laughs> I know that sounded crazy, right? I don't want people to feel anxieties. I don't want people to feel like um you know you listen to a lot of conversations and they're like oh that's not gonna be here in the next 20 years social security is not gonna exist speaking of social security social security is totally different from your portfolio retirement plan social security is not a a a pocket and this is the misconception that a lot of people have i don't know about the millennials but i know generation x that's how they thought about Social Security, that you work and you're putting in money, into, which is how really it should be, and you're putting in money um, into this bank account, if you will, and it's going to grow. And so by the time you hit 60 plus whatever, you're able to take out of there. That's not what Social Security is. Social Security is the current employers are paying for the elderly. And, and not only the elderly, but for people who need special accommodations, for people who are, um, uh, I hate to use the word disabled, but for people who are unable to, um, because they have a physical condition or a mental condition that pr- uh, prevents them from being in the workforce. So that's what Social Security is. So this is why a lot of people fear a lot of people my age, Generation X, and especially baby boomers, they feel that they're not going to have that um, additional supplementary income or assistance because millennials are doing all kinds of other crazy stuff. So for, for a 50-year-old like myself, we're in the transition of the econo- the global economy changing. So we need to be mindful and learn what's happening, what's actually occurring with the global economy. How is this going to affect our portfolio that we work so hard for? I mean, I, I have to be honest and say I did not have to struggle for any of these things, but I always paid myself first um, because someone when I was 20 told me this is the right way to do it. If you have to work three gigs to get all these additional things that you want, then you have to work three jobs to get that. (laughs) Um, So, and I think motivation to change is the overall topic here. The motivation to make sure that you don't have any barriers from preventing you to do this. You know, you can, if you can buy an $8 coffee at Starbucks a day, um, you can actually not only take the $8 and invest it, but find out how you can invest in the Starbucks company or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever have you. 
So that's an option, right? Make your make the coffee yourself and invest um, in the company that you use every day. Um, I, I have, um, I know for Callie, she actually works for a company right now. Um, I'm researching for her to see how she can be an affiliate for that company. Not only is she working for them, you know, where they only give you a percentage, you know, of whatever, uh, but she has to handle everything else herself, you know, it's an additional income, but where can we look into to make sure that she gets paid more? Being an affiliate for the company that you're currently um, providing, you know, the getting the income from is probably going to benefit you because you're here on stereo. So we're going to look into that. Um, and that's what Salty Coffee does. <laughs> Um, and if anybody knows, if anybody knows how she can become an affiliate for the company that she actually works for, um, through Stereo app, feel free to share that information directly with her. So for motivational change, it says here, although there are barriers, there is a motivation to change your time and savings behavior to save more among individuals surveyed. When told about the retirement gap, Women reported fear, discomfort, and anxieties. And and I'm and that is absolutely right. Why? Because women, we're always thinking about, oh my God, where am I gonna live? How am I gonna live? Okay, the kids are out the nest. What's gonna happen? What do I do now? I'm by myself. Do I move into a house or do I sell the house and move into a smaller apartment? So those anxieties start to begin if you haven't saved any money you know though that's will i have to work additional gigs will i have to work three jobs until i'm 85 i mean that's crazy to think about but that's how a lot of people live especially in new york there are people 75 still working at the place where I work at. And I'm looking at them like, what do you, wait, what? <laughs> and it's because they'll say, they'll say, oh my God, but I can't afford it. It's so expensive to live here. Well, you have to think about that. You have to think about, okay, so if, if it's gonna, if, if my retirement plan that my job gave me, I'm not gonna be able to afford the lifestyle that I'm living now. Those are the changes that you need to start making for yourself. Um, for me, I'm looking into dual citizenship and going to a place where my money is actually going to be way, you know, worth it. I'm not going to stay in New York. It just doesn't make any sense for me to stay here. I don't have any grandkids. I don't have any investments. I don't have any assets here. So I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. And in fact, it's getting to the point where in case the economic, the global economy changes so drastically, I'm getting to the point where I'm going to another country, raising and, and growing my own food and not try to depend on their system either, if you will. So it also says that beyond the anxieties and the discomforts, after being made aware of the retirement gap for women, 
43.9% of those with children under 18 indicated that they would consider starting a retirement fund for their child. So had I not done any retirement money for myself, um, I would just start it now for, for them. And one of the things that I was told when I was 20 was to purchase savings bonds for my kids. And I think I've mentioned this before where I would literally tell my family, do not give gifts to my children. Just give me savings bonds. You know, you, you pay $25 and you get a $50 face value savings bonds and it will mature by the time they're 18. So that's a different option too. You can, if, if you're good, with your retirement and you're off from work with your freedom days, start providing that to your children so that they can um, have, have that now. Companies who offer affiliate, they typically have affiliate programs within their websites. Or what she can do is she can talk to the marketing department of the company or whoever does their uh, PR work. And they typically will tell her uh, if they do have affiliate programs. Um, there's a lot of companies that don't even know <laughs> what that is. Um, she should also check to see if maybe they can sponsor her. They may mm -hmm. be more likely to sponsor her um, in the interim as opposed to affiliate programs. So check that out. Thank you, Bree. That's um, good for carbon also um, to know. Uh, so, but definitely what she does, I've, I've dying to tell her what my ideas and thoughts are with that related to um, Stereo App. So going back into the beyond the after women are aware that they can put in the money for their children. Starting a retirement fund for your child may be especially valuable given the long term, the long time for such funds to mature. If parents put just 1200 one time into a retirement fund for their infant, they could expect $100,000 in retirement savings for that child by the time they that child turns 65. So I mean, these are the things that wealthy people have been doing for years, and I'm not saying years as in like hundreds of years, because this form of investments and how to um, not save money, but how to mature your money while it sits there started in the 30s. Um, so, yeah. Here's another uh, motivation to change. In other words, for less than many of us spend on a daily cup of coffee, which is usually the what people want to use. <laughs> and we know not everyone drinks coffee. I get it. Not everyone goes to the shop to buy it. Everybody makes it at home to save money. In just one year, we could deliver $100,000 in retirement funds for our child. And that's just a thought. There is a huge opportunity to motivate financial change at the time of childbirth, both for parents and in investments they make for their children. The downsides for not having for retirement are large, but the solutions are likely more attainable than many people fear. By highlighting the miracle of compounding, 
and the way that small changes can yield large benefits, we can prompt meaningful behavior change. And this conversation today was all about change. If you're going to get into a relationship to have children, think about those things. And I think that's why millennials are not into like, you know, oh, I'm not getting married, I'm not gonna have kids. But there's a lot of them there that, that are, that do want that. And they do want to grow their family and their, have a legacy. So I'm looking forward to my freedom days, child, you don't even understand. <laughs> but I'm definitely hoping to pay it forward. And if you have any resources that you can help the younger youth in getting this done, understanding it, there's not, like for me, the only thing that I'm proud of is that I listened to someone who did it. You know, I listened to someone who actually did it, not someone who was like, hey, you know, if you get into this and they weren't doing it, <laughs> they weren't doing it at all. So let's start listening to people who are actually in action and not necessarily for uh, to people who are reactive um, with their lifestyle. I know Callie, um, she, we probably lost her um, because she is working, but um it is 11 o'clock if anyone has any questions or any comments please feel free to share that now before i close up so i do have some announcements and i i was going to do this on um my youtube channel and twitch and facebook but apparently my system went down i don't know Streamyard. i use Streamyard for it but i do want to give some shout outs shout outs so uh badge of pearls is i always miss the the fashion um party but badge of pearls is uh through etsy and it's overseen by isabella and you can go into etsy and just type in badge of pearls that is the name badge of pearl by isabella and you'll see her her um her fashion that she got in there, she got some earrings, accessories, apparel, swimwear um, for all sizes. So don't be afraid. I love the logo. It's beautiful, very oceany, very beachy. So go to Etsy and on the search engine, type in Badge of Pearls and you'll be able to see. If not, you can go to my website right here and you'll see it all the way at the bottom where it says Partners. We also have the beautiful liquid from right here from Stereo. She has organic and natural products and she has children's books. Um, Girl Time with Naomi, Travel with Naomi, Travel the World with Naomi. I mean, her children's books are amazing. Her oils and makeup are amazing. And you can also find her on my website <laughs> all the way at the bottom or you can go directly to Etsy and type in liquid burns with a Z at the end, one word, and you'll find her product there. We also have Bamblish. Bamblish is a product for women and women with periods. And Sean Nova, if you have a granddaughter, if you have a daughter, or if you know of someone, if you have a niece or a goddaughter, she has a new packet for little girls who get their periods and it's a beautiful gift to give 
a young lady um, because it has the book of how to um, note your periods and stuff like that. So it's bamblish.com. And she also included incorporated boy shorts for the women who are more um, into, what do they call them? The studs. Studs don't like to wear panties. They like to wear boy shorts. And so it's amazing because, you know, even studs get their periods, right? Um, we also have the beautiful and spectacular, spectacular custom designs. And I'm about to start ordering my embroidery uh, salty coffee stuff now today. I'm going to try to get into there to get that done. Um, if you need anything embroidered or the vinyl t-shirts, I think that's what it's called, your logo on your shirts or anything like that. Um, her website is spectacularcustomdesign.com. And she's also here with TBS every morning <laughs> at six o'clock, <laughs> Monday through Friday, with uh, three segments. Um, their segments is uh, and spectacular is mood, I think it is, and then they'll talk a little bit about what's happening in the news, and then they'll do their condiment section, which they talk about, you know, a poll on food, and I think they're funny, they're hilarious. And it's, it's just a beautiful thing to, to listen to in the morning. It just really gets you going and gets your appetite up. I know when I listen to them, I'm like, oh, man. Sometimes, no. Sometimes, yeah. And last um, but not least, we have our beautiful Shonda Lulu, who creates her own pottery and also has tie-dye. She doesn't have a website, but she does have an Instagram. And her Instagram is Lulu underscore D, as in David, Z, as in um zebra and as a nancy 610 again you can always find her on my website we also have one other young lady who creates jewelry um ose ose is the brand and is by aleni and she's also on my website and you'll find her um beautiful earrings that she makes don't take the amethyst ones because those i have already <laughs> I purchased those already from her, but these are handmade directly from her. And um, she doesn't have a website yet. I'm helping her on how to obtain one and to get her products out there. So if you see anything that you like, reach out to her, send her a message, or just reach out to me and I'll let her know and we can um, do the shipping and handling um, accordingly. All right. I think uh, I thank you guys. Thank you for coming in. Please feel free to share. This will be posted on the Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, iPod on, on iTunes, and all of those salty coffee platforms. <laughs> so if you have any questions, please feel free uh, to reach out now. Or if you have any last comments. Oh, oh, there she is. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad you can because I didn't want to leave before you um think, but I'm done talking. Sorry, I'm I just now dropped my person off. <laughs> you sound so funny when you say I just dropped them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know I missed a lot. <laughs> no, that's fine. So we the last thing that we talked about was um motivational change 
what do you think um and it spoke about you know how if you're unable to do it for yourself that you sh you can start for your children you know like let's say or if you have it already because you know your spouse um has that uh, available for both of you um you can also start it for your children at an early age um it looks like your kids already have their um funding and finances together like they're pretty smart but i think you're smart too i think you're you're smarter than you know <laughs> well yeah <laughs> they're also so, both married too so they're they're doing quite well so that's good yeah. so would would there be anything that you would have wanted to know at an earlier age that if you knew back then that you can't experience that like if there's anything that you know now that you wish you would have known back then what would that be um that i know now well i mean just be smart with your money i mean and just really put that into practice you know and maybe okay. have somebody that could have kind of stayed on me with that early on instead of you know like i said now i have my kids and they're 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 the ones that are on me, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, yeah, I wish I wish I, I would have done that way back when I was in my twenties and thirties. Okay, so if if you had to tell, let's say, I know your children are advising you, are you advising them to share what they do with others, or do you think? the majority of their friends are on the same level? The, the majority of their, their friends are on the same level, pretty much. Okay, yeah. Yeah. My, my daughter's also, so I'm, I'm glad to, yeah. that, I'm a, that they're inviting <laughs> to, for me to well, so, have, so that's uh, a good point. That's a very good point to surround yourself with that same, you know, mindset. I mean, because that does keep you encouraged and keep you on that you know that path right you know would would there be um i had spoken about my plans of dual citizenship and going to a place where my money would be um higher value than it is here in the united states would that be an option that you think if if you have the ability to do that would that be something that you would be interested in doing yeah, I've thought about that many a times. Uh, I've thought about like, oh, where can I go retire where my money's going to be <laughs> double, you know, what it is in the U.S. because this is not a place to retire, for sure. For sure. I agree. So, yeah. So, I mean, do you have any questions for me? <laughs> or does anybody else have any questions? Oh, um, I'm sorry to cut you off. I know I just asked you a question, but... Um, no, you're fine. Bree uh, mentioned, and I don't know if you heard it, that you have two options with the current your current um, person that you're obtaining an income with, right? You could either do contact that company's affiliated marketing department to see if they, you can become an affiliate for them, or to see if they can sponsor your talks here on stereo once you mention them. So I'll, I'll look it up and then I'm going to send that to you. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. 
Not particularly, but okay. okay. <laughs> you have to go so into the, so, go into more detail with that. <laughs> yeah. So the company that you're currently doing your gig, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, there's two options for you to obtain more money from them. One of them is through the affiliate program, where if you had a website, you can put them on there, and they will pay you for being an affiliate, right? You're not only working for them physically, but you'll be working for them online to your website my thought was because yeah. you do have you do have talks here that they can actually mm -hmm. sponsor you um for your talks mm -hmm. as long as you mention mm -hmm. them yeah so she had mentioned and this is this was brie that uh gave yeah that's that, a good idea yeah so those are the more conversations that salty coffee self-care sundays is going to have additional ways for you to make income without having to physically do it <laughs> type of thing mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah so for people like myself who are currently going into freedom days um how to make additional income without having to actually physically do it <laughs> and just let that money right. sit there and work for you yeah so i, I think that's that's a, a good thing so next week i'm gonna be with the lady trucker the trucker driver from here from stereo and we're going to okay. discuss um, blue and blue versus white collar workforce, and you know what women can do. Hello. I'm sorry. What you say, Kelly? Uh, yeah. Okay, you're cutting you off. Might, you you're probably. Uh, yeah, I, I'm driving uh, about thirty minutes south of Atlanta, so I might you might hear. In That's and out fine. A minute. Okay. You're going through through bridges. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I think um, that conversation is going to be very. I've always been interested in women in the blue collar uh, work labor force, and and just interested in seeing because uh, very few research has been done on that. Um, more research has been done on the salary and the wages, but uh, very few uh, research on specifically truck drivers. And I don't know. I guess because she's the 2% <laughs> of women truck drivers, you know, I don't know. But do you have any questions for me, Callie? Um, oh, there she is. <laughs> hey, lady truck oh, you, trucker. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the lady you're talking about down there? Yeah. Oh, okay. She, um, at the moment, I can't think. I <laughs> I probably will later. <laughs> I probably will later. Off the top, I I do not. Yeah, you on a roll, girl. You trying to make this moon. <laughs> yeah, I'm mentally concentrating on my. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I, I wanted to. I definitely. I apologize for not um, being here. That thirty minutes, I was mute, but. Um, I really wanted to jump in on some of the things that you were talking about, but I kind of, kind of forgot what it was. But um, it, it's just hard to concentrate doing this and doing that at the same I time. I know that. You I know, know what I mean? And that's fine. I I understand. <coughs> and, and that's one of the the good things about you know with stereo. So one of the things that I mentioned was how to cut off certain things, and I gave an example of how I cut my cable, maybe around that topic. You think? You wanted to say something? 
Yeah, because you know, it's funny that you it's funny that you said that because remember when the first the cell phones first came out, and um, my ex husband and I decided to get rid of our landline. I had to call my dad. You know, of course, the older people don't understand these things. I had to call my dad. I said, Dad, you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be cutting off the landline because we got our cell phones. And he's like, What? You can't do that. Like, what do you mean? Because they didn't, you know, I mean, we're not going to pay two cell phone bills. That doesn't make any sense, right? Or two right. two bills, right? So I remember that transition. And not only that, but do you recall when you were trying to cancel your landline, how they would tell you, well, you know you're not going to get 911 if you do this, you know? Did you oh, get that? Oh, God. No, I don't I, remember getting that, but <laughs> that's terrible. And I, and that's I, like a threat. Yeah. They, yeah, they were doing that. They were doing that to people in New York, definitely for sure. Um, wow. Yeah, they would. That was. They would tell people if you do that, you will no longer be able to call nine one one because the cell phone. At, at and I think it's it was kind of true at the time because the mobile devices that we were getting did not have the adequate antenna for the nine one one line. So, mm. I think that developed later on. You know, so it was a couple of years before, at least here in New York, that we were able to do that to disconnect 100% completely off of the landline. Um, Because then I think the cable companies were the ones who were the now the new cell phone companies or home phone companies, which was which was uh, making phone calls wireless through wireless. So, and I think that's. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I know. I know New York City, Manhattan specifically, has a monopoly because their laws um, were made where people were not able to rewire anything, and that was specifically through some processes of older buildings, like um, landmark buildings, where for security purposes. That, that wasn't going to happen. So, unfortunately, you can only use one company if you live in Manhattan. You don't have the option to to do um, other cable company options. And, and that's how these companies stay wealthy <laughs> and stay ahead of the game all the time. Yeah. But, but, but that's one of the things. I had cut the cable. Um, there were limited hours for the computer. Um, we definitely had a computer in the household, you know, where they didn't have to go travel anywhere to go to the library or anything like that. Um, so yes, I I think, I think we can do and cut some things to save some money somewhere, somewhere. Well, Um, I know I recently, I I will tell you this recently, I decided to stop going and getting my nails professionally done. So the last two times I did my nails, I did it myself. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yes. Congratulations. Uh, and and that's that's what self care Sundays is about. You know, I I told you earlier that I do my own sauna here. Uh-huh. I have a personal sauna. I do my pedicure, my manicure myself. Um, I do my own hair. That's why I cut it all off, <laughs> so it's easier. Um, and I continue to just cut <laughs> it myself. You know, after I get a cut professionally. Yeah, I cut my time. hair. Yeah, and then that's it. So there's yeah, plenty I, of ways. I yeah. think maybe twice a year I trim it, but I do it myself. 
yeah my daughter um knows how to do shampoo and stuff like that so we use natural stuff here in the house sometimes it doesn't work because the water quality here in new york may not be so great so yeah i notice my hair is different when i go to other states it looks different with the natural um products that i use so that's interesting. Uh, okay yeah that's another thing too throughout the year depending on the season i have to change my shampoo because of the weather mm-hmm. so I, I can't stick with the same shampoo the whole year yeah. i mean it's just the same with your skin your skin is different different times of the year so just to wrap it up do you think um women are now because of apps like wisdom clubhouse stereo app perhaps um youtube that women are now more knowledgeable about what's yeah. available for them okay that's good oh for sure that's a percent i mean it's more available but what's the percentage of them that 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 that's taking it. action in what they know yeah i agree you know Hey, Lady oh, Trucker, oh. we were just talking about you. Uncle Leo, how are you? Bree Talks, thank you for still hanging in there. Uncle Leo. <laughs> and I was just going to do one hour, Callie, um, but I'll give yeah. you some, some. Is there anything that you would like to share with us that's happening with you? Oh, with me right now? Uh, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any talks? Do you have any? Um, you lo- Are you looking forward to this sponsorship? Um, Definitely. Uh, okay. Yes, I think that's a, I think that's a good idea because I do mention quite a bit that yeah, I am I, a Lyft driver. So yeah. <laughs> I was gonna tell you though. <laughs> 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 now, now they're gonna have to pay salty coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I yeah I definitely want to find okay. out more about that. That's for sure. So. Okay. Good. Yeah, because I was thinking, I'll, I'll share with you in the back chat, but yeah. I was thinking more, yeah, I'll share with you in the back chat, um, because they're not okay. paying salty coffee right now. <laughs> so we're not going to um, go there. <laughs> but um, thank you so much, Callie, for saying yes. And I hope yeah. that you gather some additional information um, today with today's topic about uh retirement freedom freedom days freedom yes so it's no well, thank you for having me though i I'm, thank you very much for bringing me here yeah and i'm gonna invite you again for some other things that since you mentioned your okay. children you know more or less yeah. like the emptiness topics and stuff like that so oh I god am, that's a good one <laughs> i know i, I could definitely <laughs> talk about that <laughs> Um, I just, I think I just had like one quick question for you in the transition of, so you worked in the healthcare field, they provided you with freedom days, uh, portfolio. What did you, how did you learn about it? And was there anything that you felt that was missing from your employer to give you additional information that would have been helpful for you today? Well, I, I mean, I, after three, uh, what was it? After three years, I was fully invested. Um, I do have a pension with them, um, the company that I worked for. So, 
I mean, I, I, I think they've done a good job to me um, for what I did and how long I was there. Um, so they did that, uh, what is it, you, a certain percentage that you pay and then they pay the rest of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they so had the matching option. They matched it, yes, they did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. Okay. Would, would did anyone come to you and give you more advice of if you leave now, this is what you will get? Did you have to do? Yeah. Okay. No, they send out every year um, since I've left. Every year they send out updates um, to me on what's going on, and like they've changed financial people a few times since I left. So they always, you know, make sure that you're aware of what's going on. Got it. Okay. So they're pretty good about I'll, that. Okay, I was just curious. Um, because for me, um, the options were they give me a percentage of my salary. And then uh, not the other way around. Not not me putting in and they match. But they actually, that's one of the benefits. They actually give me a percentage. And then the other option is to um, contribute additional so instead of it's in reverse instead of them matching what I put in I match what they put in <laughs> so oh, is, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah. I match what they put in and the reason I did that and the reason you know because people always ask me why are you still in the hood and why you stayed in the hood that's one of the reasons why I stayed in the hood because I was able to do that I was able to match what they were giving me and just I wanted like a clean slate okay so by this age 50 if I have grandchildren I want to stay with my grandchildren and take care of my grandchildren yeah. that was the objective for me yeah um, unfortunately my kids are not having kids <laughs> so uh, there goes that plan so now I'm able yeah. to even do yeah now I'm able to do more now I'm able to okay in case I have any grandkids, I can still add this money for them and then do what yeah. I want to do now. So now my freedom days are like free of everything. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm not hating, you know, I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so with that, um, I do have a grandchild and actually any day now I'm expecting my second granddaughter from her husband, from my daughter and her husband. Um, but they've already, both of my kids have already mentioned that they want me living with them uh, when they have kids to help them raise the kids, you know. So I uh, I definitely will have a roof over my head in, in, in a few years. That's awesome. To where I can go house to house. I actually talked to my son about it last night. And he's looking for an interview uh, up in the Carolinas. And I told him, I said, you guys realize you're splitting you <laughs> splitting me in half. I have to be able to go place to place. And so we discussed like I could stay a couple of weeks with my son and his wife and then go a couple of weeks with my daughter and her husband. You know, just okay. kind of go back and forth like that. So Okay. Um, yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing that you're uh, a candidate to take care of your grandchildren. Uh-huh. I love that. There's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing better to ease the mind of your daughter-in-law 
you know, or your, your new yeah. daughter now. I think that's amazing. And that's a beautiful thing to be able to take care of your grandkids. Well, that was my plan, but I don't think I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, my son told me when he was going through college, he had, you know, my son and I, he's my only son. So we've had some deep conversations. And after my divorce, he was like, mom, I don't ever want you to ever worry about anything. So, you know, when it's time for me to take care of you, I'm going to take care of you. So, you know, there was no, there's no worry of stuff that I have to be concerned. I mean, even now, you know, every now and then they help me with stuff. But, you know, I mean, I'm just thankful that my kids went through school, got educated, are well now. They didn't follow my footsteps. I didn't take school seriously. I actually got kicked out of college. <laughs> we could go into that yeah, another time. But yeah, I actually got kicked out of college because I didn't take it seriously. Um, so yeah, so I'm very grateful that they were wise enough and they saw what I went through, what I did and didn't do that, you know, helped them make those smarter decisions. Yeah, I mean, that it is, it is hard. Um, but your kids, your kids seem like you did a great job. So I don't, I don't think education or anything like that has an impact, such an impact that you don't, you know, you went, yeah. it doesn't, well, <laughs> your kids yeah, well, I mean, that's another, yeah, and then, I mean, with that being said, uh, my parents and some of my, my siblings and the friends be like, you know, you raised I basically raised my kids on my own, being that my my ex-husband was in the military and he was gone most of the time. But I told my dad once, I said, you know, dad, I said, I didn't raise these kids on my own. I said, you and mom guided me and helped me raise these kids. So you were a part of where they are right now. I didn't do it all on my own. All on my own. So, That's awesome. Yeah. All right, we have two messages. I don't know, baby OG. Baby OG. Hello to the panel. Hello to the nosy listeners. Let me give you guys a self-care tip from baby OG, from <laughs> me to you. You know what? Run you a bubble bath. You know, put some roses in there. Put some lavender oil in there. Lit a candle. Yep. Up, you know what I'm saying? And if you got to put a facial on, put a facial on. You know what I mean? And later on, you know what? Paint your nails. If you like drinking, mm-hmm. pour yourself up some wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have a blessed one. And yeah, stay blessed. Have a blessed Sunday. Thank you, baby and you OG. Know, yeah, thanks, baby OG. And I just thought of that. You know, when I was doing my nails was it, last night, I I had my salt lamp on. I had my jazz going on. It was so relaxing. It was more relaxing than being at the salon, right? Like... <laughs> There was Absolutely. no hurry to get out of there. You know, you did how you wanted to do. It was nice. Oh, no. I know the self-care Sundays. Trust me. <laughs> when uh, The yeah. personal collapsible sauna that I bought, you can buy it on, mm-hmm. on you know, just search it. I'm not going to say the name, but it starts with a name. <laughs> you all know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's a personal sauna, and it's good for detoxing. It's good for losing weight. It makes you sleep better. 
it gives you um, less anxieties. And it's for me, it's more for like those people that don't like to drink or don't like to, you know, mm. smoke. So um, mm -hmm. that's what I do. I get into, I get in there in my beach chair, and just sit there for half an hour with a hundred. I think it's like a yeah. hundred and two degrees, and it cleanses. It cleanses my skin. It makes my skin feel soft. So when people ask me, hey, Salty Coffee, what do you mean you're 53? You know, I tell them I use my sauna. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I use. Yeah. And we got yeah. one more from Baby G. Well, uh, Cali Girl, uh, I need you over here in London too, boo. You know what I'm saying? I love you, Mama Cali Girl. I love you too. <laughs> I love you too. Aww. She's so sweet. <laughs> I like Baby OG. Yeah. <sighs> so... So anyway. you have a great rest of your day and thank you again you so much for hanging in there and we will definitely reconvene again on another topic similar to self-care and you continue to be the great mom that you are, the great grandma that you are and the great Cali girl here on stereo. <laughs> and to all the Aww, listeners, thank you. <laughs> Isabella, Bree, Lady Trucker, I'm looking forward to our talk next week on the 13th i believe yeah 13th at 10 a.m eastern time right here on stereo and um i'm looking forward to our talk i'm gonna send you some articles that i have read about the blue versus white collar um, employees and how we can do a little bit of self-care within those uh labor forces and do they even exist and how can you do both how can you be a driver and uh -huh. a white collar person at the same time. You know what I mean? Administrate mm. yourself. That's what we're talking about <laughs> next week. <laughs> Uncle Leo, thank you. Uh, Bree. Uncle Baby Leo, Uchi. love you guys. I know. Isabella, thank you also for stopping by. Isabella. And Sean Nova. Bree. <laughs> and you will hear this replay on all of the Salty Coffee social platforms. Thank you so much again. Have a good day. All right. Ciao, ciao, everyone. Bye.